Welcome back to Tech Talk. This is Jess Kelly with you here on News Talk. Now, a few weeks ago, I mentioned that I was on a week off and I managed to stay clear of my work email and my Microsoft Teams, which is just sensational. Uh, but another thing I achieved was I got to read for the first time I, I like since my big holiday earlier in the summer. Uh, I managed to get through a few books in five or six days, which was just so good for my soul. I read uh, Clash of the Clans by Nicola Talent, which is fascinating. If you listen to Nicola's podcast, Crime World, and it's all about true crime, um, Clash of the Clans goes into detail about uh, the Kinnahans and the Hutch um, organised crime groups. It's fascinating. Uh, I also read a book, a fiction book, uh, by... Uh, Shari Lapina, uh, Everyone Here is Lying. It was recommended to me by Claire Darmody from the Pat Kenny Show and it was great. Uh, but it got us in the office here talking about maybe we need to start up our own little book club because there's a lot of bookworms in this building. We're all kind of nerdy dorks in our own special way. And speaking of nerdy dorks, uh, Kira Tracy. <laughs> did not just do that. <laughs> Welcome back. It is an honour, I think. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a compliment in there somewhere. Yeah, you just have to scrape through. Yeah, uh, no, because you messaged me being like, we should do our own little book club because you're a big reader as well. Massive reader. In the last few months, I have been getting through books like Nobody's Business. It mm. is so good for the soul. Well, obviously you're on Tech Talk, so let me ask the question. Do you read physical books or are you an e-reader gal? This is going to make me unpopular here, but um, I read physical books. I love the smell of them. I love the physicality of it, you know, being able to actually feel the book, if you will. I'm getting too deep already. Yeah. And um, I love going to bookshops. Like that is one of my top therapies, I think. Yeah, I love going into a bookshop and moseying around. Uh, but it's so funny. So anytime I, we, we talk about books and I've been on, you know, the hard shoulder with Kieran talking about my, my favourite books over the years and all that kind of stuff. People go mad if you say you like an e-reader and they get real uppity about it going, that's not really reading or, you know, why do you have to have technology and everything? I read physical books. The two or three that I read on my few days off were physical books. But for me, it's the convenience of the Kindle that is sensational. So it's amazing. It's cheaper. It's more accessible. It's lighter in your bag so you don't have to take loads. But actually... To get all intersectional in the news talk group, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, when Nicola Talent, who you just mentioned, was on Lunchtime Live, she actually said that she hates the idea of reading on like an iPad because, and this, I know I'd be guilty of this, my mind would wonder, I'd be like, oh, I need to look this up. And then I would use that same screen to mm. look things up. So I just think screens are a problem for me. So I need to put it all down and yeah. set it aside and actually pick up the book. And then I'm like, Yeah, I um, have a Kindle Oasis, which is the notions of the Kindles, uh, because of course I do. It's got the bigger screen, it's got buttons on the side. And because it's just an e-reader, I don't do that thing of Googling and all the rest. Um, And what I love is you can highlight bits in the book as well and you can make notes and... I don't know. I really, really like it. I have it tied to an app called Good uh, Goodreads. Oh yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah, it's amazing. Every book I've ever read is logged in there because oh if someone gosh. asks me for a book recommendation, I'm like, yeah, I can't think. A hundred percent. So that's why I suppose it's not massively surprising that I would be more techie inclined when it comes to my reading, if you know what I mean. Do you think you're actually getting something out of it or do you think you're still looking at a screen? You're still having to, you know, you're in that kind of space of I'm staring at another screen. No, because the the e-paper type screen or the e-ink kind of screen, it's very like it's not hard in your eyes at all. 
and you can change it so that you know if you are someone who like I'm a glasses wearing human so sometimes I need to make the text a little bit bigger and you right. can pinch the zoom um, pinch zoom to make the text bigger and all that kind of stuff which is great uh, but I don't feel like I'm on a screen now as I said I still do read physical books yeah. but the big thing for me is the convenience factor when I am away if I finish a book and I want to read the next one by that author or whatever rather than having to find a bookshop no, you can just download it instantly that is obviously true. and before anyone texts in or emails <laughs> in or tweets me or insta me support your local bookshop absolutely yeah, 110%. 110% like I go into bookshops all the time I was in one last night uh, and I bought two books for my little nephew Cohen. Uh it's like my favourite thing in the world just going in and moseying around um, so there's a place for both physical books That's and right e-readers um, but the reason I wanted to have you in is because you mentioned you stumbled upon a Facebook group yes I'm not a massive Facebook user myself but because you're 12 years old because <laughs> I am a fetus as I yes. believe you called me yesterday yes. um, so yeah I was actually seeking it out so basically I read a lot of books now and it is becoming a strain on my bank account because I'm constantly going into say Dubre and I'm like right I need to get all these um, so I was trying to find a way to get books cheaper um, and also, it's nice to have a little community and be able to talk about these kind of yeah. things. So basically, I found on Facebook Book Swap Island. Mm-hmm. So it is for the country. There are 5.3 thousand members on this Facebook chat. Well, on this Facebook page. And basically, you can put like what I did last night, put up a picture of all the books that you're happy to get rid of and say, hey, um, had these up for grabs. I am looking for, and then I think I listed off a few Jane Austen books that I'm looking to read or whatever, mm. just to get pretentious points in Obviously, at the same time. Yeah, yeah. well done. <laughs> well done. Um, and people will be like, oh, I have this. Um, can I please have, say, How to Lose the Time War? And then so far I've had two people message in. They don't have the books I'm looking for. So if anyone has them, <laughs> drop me a message. Um, but they're like, please, can I have this book? And they pay postage. So you either swap books or they will send you the postage money and it's just really wholesome. That is very, very wholesome. It is like being back in school again yeah. and swapping books around. Literally, Because uh, what I find is I have a shelf in my apartment that is full of books that I have loved. Right. And I don't want to give them away. Yeah. But I also don't have the space to keep them it. the entire time. And this is another thing. Like I don't even have a shelf. I've just crammed everything into my wardrobe mm. and it's becoming a pain and I, then you start feeling a bit guilty like am I hoarding right now but this group is so cute because I've just been like scouring it like there are like I'd say 60 odd posts a day in it I think wow. I saw so like it's actually very active and it's so cute because people will be like um, they'll at the person who sent them a book with the book and usually there's little like sweets and chocolate inside as well people send little so gifts cute. they're like thanks so much for the book and it's so cute, like I put like, um, this is me being such a nerd, I can't believe I'm admitting this, but I was like, great to be part of the group. And people were like, welcome. And it's just so cute. But this is, okay, it's it's very, very cute. But it's also the fundamental point of social media. It was the building of communities and that commonality of sharing yeah, interests and so, so on. So I actually, I do, like I know I slag you a good bit, but like that is, <laughs> I, I am into I that. I, I would love to know, are you in this group? Do you have the book Kira wants? You can email oh, techtalk at newstalk.com. But are there other 
like, are there other things that we're missing out on? Is anyone part of a virtual book club? Have you ever done a virtual book club with people you don't know and do Zoom calls and all that kind of stuff? Not virtual, actually. But when I first moved to Dublin, I did go to a book club, like an actual... Okay. I think it was for women in their 20s and 30s. And we met up at like a pub, um, but it was rammed, actually. And um, we just talked about the book and it was really sweet. And it was just to get to know each other. Like I still chat to some of the people I met there. Mm. Maybe a bit clicky for my liking, just because you could tell everyone was quite well established in there. Okay. Not like if, the, if like another book came up, because I still get the emails, I probably would go again mm. and just be like... Just force yourself in. Yeah. Um, but And I definitely am on the lookout for more of those opportunities, hence why I'm constantly nagging you, Jess, please set up a book club for the station. <laughs> I think we might have to set one up. Uh, yeah. But if you if you have an established uh, book club, will you email us and invite us, please? At Again, talk please. At <laughs> also, if you have any book recommendations that you think that we should be on, uh, like what is the ultimate first book club book that you think we should oh do? Oh my God, that's really intense. Should it be a new one or should it be a classic or should it be like a cult favourite? I'm tempted to say, and actually I would love for people to email you about this. I'm a massive sci-fi head. You are. And actually I would never, ever, ever pick up a sci-fi book. It, that's crazy. Ever. And then you recommended one to me that I really liked. Yes, Dark Matter by Blake Crouch, one of my favourite authors of all time. He's so great when it comes to the... And I'm not a massive science head, but Mm. he makes it so accessible, I feel. Yeah. Um, And I love the idea of like parallel universes, different dimensions, time travel. All of that is proper, like it completes me, you know, Mm. when I get to read like cool, like really creative books like that. So... I would have to say, if I have more of those books up my sleeve, if that's what you want for the first book of our book club. Okay, does anyone else want to join in? We're now establishing, so forget inviting us to your book club. You can come yes. to our book club. Uh, oh my we God, will... I can do the newsletters. I'm actually imagining this already. The Instagram page I is I feel like this up. has gone from an interview to a production meeting now. Uh, like... <laughs> <laughs> right, if you want to be involved, we're going to read a sci-fi book. Uh, we'll give four weeks for people to read it. If yeah. you want to get involved, email me, techtalk at newstalk.com. I would love to hear of more of those wholesome communities online. It doesn't have to be about books, but if you found your tribe in the digital world, because I'm fed up talking about the bad stories of social media, uh, please do get in touch. And uh, yeah, Kira, you'll be back then in a month's time for our first book club. I can't wait. I'm so glad that I've just kind of forced your hand. Yeah. (laughs) On we go. Thank you very much. Moving right along and to something uh, completely different. Uh, Earlier this week, a new app aimed at children and teenagers was launched here in Ireland with the view to help tackle cyberbullying. Fiona Jennings of the ISPCC is with me now to tell us more. Uh, Fiona, it's always great to talk with you. Uh, Tell me a little bit more about this app. Hi, Jess. Yes, the new app, Tozy. Um, So we're absolutely thrilled to be part of this important initiative. So Tozy um, is an app developed by Vodafone Ireland Foundation in partnership with DCU and ISPCC. And I guess what it is, it's an app that's giving children and young people that space where they can be online and be safe and I guess kind of like navigate their way through different issues if they have issues around online safety or cyberbullying or whatever it might be. And importantly then as well, I suppose, our part in it is that, you know, if they do need to talk some, to somebody, that Chiline is available through the app as well to talk to us. Yeah, what I love about this idea um, is that it's aimed at the young person, because very often when we talk about online safety, it's aimed at supports for parents and carers. 
Whereas this is, as you mentioned, they're specifically designed for children. There's, you know, different uh, stories. There's tips, there's advice. There's a journaling area. There's a whole host of different features there specifically aimed for young people. And I know having worked with you guys in the past, you're all about bringing the young people into the conversation, getting their feedback and talking with them rather than at them. Absolutely. And I guess, you know, there, as you said, like, you know, there are three features that within the app and the app as well. You know, DCU in designing the app worked with children and young people, you know, as co-designers for the app. So they were very heavily involved in developing it. And there are different play, are different spaces, I suppose, even if you want within the app. And as you said, Jess, they're very much in control. It's very much about them. They can curate it if you want in any way that in any shape that they want to. And they have like an area called Cosmos. So which is that library of the stories? There's, you know, there's practical tips in there and advice on cyberbullying, because I suppose sometimes, you know, when children are experiencing cyberbullying, they don't they don't necessarily realize, you know, what's happening to them, that it is cyberbullying, that they, you know, that they that they can get help or support for it as well. Mm-hmm. And then you have that more, I suppose, personal part of it as well, that MySpace part. And that's where, you know, the child or young person using the app, they're able to personalize it. It's pin protected. Um, and it's really cool because you can, you know, you can log your feelings or log your mood. And and there's a part in it then as well where, you know, you can jot down like your thoughts or create a journal around different things as well. And I suppose it's nice then it keeps it there then so you can go back and you can reflect on it as well. And then I guess, obviously, as I said, the other part then as well, you know, if you do need to talk to somebody else, that there is access, you can connect then to Chiline as well by ISPCC onto our web chat or our phone as well. Mm. And that seems to be a trend within ISPCC and Childline over the years, is that you're constantly finding different ways to make the service available for young people wherever they are. Because the phone number is ingrained in certainly my brain, and I'm sure many other people um, over the years through different campaigns you've run. There was the text service, there's a great online portal. And moving into this sort of app space where there is fun elements, like it's not all overly serious, uh, but having that resource there, it just shows that there's innovation and, and you're not putting the onus on the child to come to you. You want to be where the child is. Yeah, and, and that's how, you know, children, young people are using their devices, they're engaging with their devices. You know, it, they are all based around apps and and they're, and that's how they kind of curate their devices, if you want, with, with these different types of apps. And Tozy is that type of app which they have a huge amount of control over, you know, what it looks like, the content that, you know, they can save to it. And as I said, that personalized space as well, um, where they can jot down their own thoughts and feelings and keep track of of it as well. Because I suppose that's one thing we know about, you know, in Childline that often when there is something bothering children or young people or they are being being cyber bullied, that, you know, it can often take them, you know, a couple of contacts or a couple of engagements to kind of break through that and actually speak out what's speak out about what's actually wrong with them. So this is a great way for them to be able to jot down, you know, kind of what's happening with them day to day, reflect on it. And then perhaps by reading some of the content, you know, reaching out then for that help and support then if they need it. 
we're obviously coming up to back to school time, which I know some kids are counting down the milliseconds until they go back and they're with their friends and they like to have the structure. But it's obviously a very uh, anxious time for other young people. Um, Will you guys see an uptick in terms of the number of messages and calls you receive over the coming weeks? Yeah, and I suppose where we see the uptick is, you know, that, as you said, like it is back to school time. So children are generally back in the school mode. They're back within the school buildings. And so they wouldn't necessarily be contacting Childline as much as they would be outside of schools. So certainly, I suppose what we would see is that shift of engagement that might be happening throughout the day during the summer holidays. When it's back to school time, we see that, I suppose, level of content pushed again towards evening time and at weekends as well. Um, And again, it can be an anxious time for children and young people going back. Um, And we always, I suppose, again, do a lot of work around this time of the year, trying to support parents and carers as well in, you know, whether their child is, you know, starting off in primary school or they're transitioning from primary school into secondary school. um, And that we try to do as much as possible to support them um, in terms of that back to school transition. I guess reminding them then as well, you know, about, you know, child and services that are there for children and young people, but also as well for parents and carers and especially around, I suppose, the whole digital space as well. And, you know, talking about the Digital Ready Hub, which was developed and designed you know, specifically for parents and carers as well. Yeah. And just to remind parents and carers, if you, if you haven't come across it already, head over to ispcc.ie. And on the website, you'll see a whole host of resources there. There's the Parenting Hub and there's the Digital Hub. And it's really worth clicking through because there is some great insight and advice and even talking points um, in terms of things that you may not have considered or conversation starters to have with your child. Uh, So it is a great resource. Um, The app that we mentioned, uh, so it's T-O-Z-I, Tozy. I assume that's available on both iOS and Android. Yes, it's free to download. So Tozy is free to download on iOS and Android in Ireland. Um, and it's really simple to do. Um, and as I said, it's it's very easy to, there's minimal setup part of it as well. So absolutely to encourage parents to download it for themselves even. And I'm sure that they would get something out of it. And for their children as well, who are using connected devices to pop the app on the devices that they have as well. Brilliant stuff. Well, Fiona Jennings from the ISPCC, it's always great to talk to you. Thank you so much for joining me here on Newstalk. Thanks, Jess. Yeah, that was Fiona Jennings of the ISPCC. Now, when we come back here on Newstalk, what is the Digital Services Act? And should you care? <laughs> 